I'm Ben Amos. Join me as we dive deep into how some of the best in business, marketing, content creation, and education wield powerful and effective stories to engage audiences and drive action. Welcome to Engage With Story. There's an element of serendipity surrounding today's guest and me. Let me tell you a story. In the early days of my video production business, I was working out of my garage and decided to buy some simple gear to film green screen type videos at home. So I bought some stuff from eBay and eagerly set up for a test shoot. Now quickly realizing that the hardest thing to get right when filming on green screen is the lighting, I turned to YouTube and there at the top of the search results was the video I needed, how to set up a green screen for your online videos. And it was helpfully presented by a guy called Gideon Shalwick. I ended up watching a whole bunch of his videos that day, and I learnt a whole lot too. Now hang on, I promised serendipity, right? Well here's the thing, a year or so later, I attended a local online marketers meetup here on the Sunshine Coast. It was the first meetup I'd attended, and I only went along because the topic was all about building a brand on YouTube, which was something that I was building a professional interest in at the time. And sure enough, the presenter was once again Gideon Shalwick. I didn't even realise he lived just around the corner from me. As Gideon spoke that night, he kicked off a desire in me to learn everything I could about digital marketing and online video. And unknown to me at the time, this is what led me on the path to where I am today. Now, the serendipity keeps on coming though. A couple of years after that, I was inquiring about moving my business out of the garage and into a shared office environment nearby, you know, being more professional and all that. And funnily enough, soon after I moved in, I realised that the office space we'd claimed for our new green screen studio was the exact same office just recently vacated by Gideon Shalwick. So now to today, and I'm pleased to call Gideon a friend and a colleague, Someone who is always open to help and quick to share. And I'm really pleased to share this interview with you today. So, serendipity. Now, Gideon Shawick is somewhat of a serial entrepreneur. However, if you've heard of him before, you'll likely see him as the online video guy. He's built a huge community of fans around his passion for video marketing with over 40,000 subscribers on YouTube and he's impacted tens of thousands with his various products and services. But as you'll learn in this interview, there is a deeper undercurrent to the ups and downs in his life and business that's grounded in the hero's journey. And it's this story structure and its practical application to personal development that Gideon so passionately breaks down for us in this chat. In this episode, we explore how Gideon's story led him through twists and turns to end up becoming the online video expert he's known to be today. But more importantly, how Gideon is using his understanding of story to now write his next chapter. We talk about the simple steps to drive sales in your digital marketing and the direct link that this has to story structure. We explore what we can learn from screenwriting and in particular Christopher Vogler's work on story to apply to our own lives and the stories that we're living into right now. 
Yeah, we get a bit deep into life and story in this chat, and let me tell you, it went in places I really wasn't expecting. But I really love this interview, and I know you will too. Now, unfortunately, Australian internet being the troublesome beast that it is, meant that there are a handful of dropouts in the connection during our call. But you'll certainly still be able to follow along, and I know you're going to love what Gideon has to share with us in this chat. So, without further ado, let's jump right in. All right, Gideon Shalwick, thanks for being a guest today on Engage With Story. Thanks for being here. I'm happy to be here. Looking forward to the chat. Awesome. So for those listeners um, who don't know, uh, look, I, I met Gideon years ago now, and Gideon, you may not actually realize this, that it was probably about six years ago, perhaps even that long, um, that okay. I attended a, a an internet marketing meetup where you were speaking around YouTube and, and, and growing a community and, and building a monetized business based on YouTube. And um, you, again, you may not realize this, but this actually kind of started my um, interest in looking more into internet marketing and, and how um, how to build a community on these on these spaces, which has led to where my business is today and hence Engage wow. Video Marketing and now Engage With Story Podcast. So, Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that, yeah. There you go. So <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> we've also bumped, uh, bumped into each other here and there as we're both based on the Sunshine Coast in, in Australia, which is a beautiful place to that's be. That's it. Yeah, stunning. Awesome. So what I want to do is, you know, I know a little bit about your story, but for those listeners who maybe don't know about you and who you are, can you tell us a little bit about your story and what led you into your passion for, for video marketing and where you are today? Sure thing. Uh, you know, I've. Um, it's an interesting uh, that you've mentioned that my passion is in video marketing, which is an interesting point at this stage in my life. And, um, but let me let me take you back to when the journey started, uh, because uh, you know what you see on the outside is not necessarily what's going on behind the scenes, which is very interesting. So my journey started about uh, twelve years ago. I was kind of stuck in a, a bad job. It was a good job, but I, you know, I just felt stuck in the job. Um, few reasons, you know, I was working for someone else, um, which didn't gel with me. <laughs> um, I knew that the day I stopped working, I'd, I'd stop getting paid. Um, and you know, I was building an asset for somebody else. So the day I stopped working, you know, I, I wouldn't own that asset. And I was thinking, you know, looking ahead, if I, you know, once I turn 50 or 60 or whatever, you know, if I keep on doing that, um, would that, you know, would that be the best way to do it? So 12 years ago, I made the decision with me and my wife. We, we said, let's let's uh, quit our jobs. This is back in New Zealand and immigrate to Australia and start a new business. And and so we did. A month later, we we landed in Australia. And I mean, we had no idea. Um, my wife, she, she, uh, she got a job. I couldn't get a job actually in Australia. And, um, and then I, you know, while she was working, I was just looking for, you know, what kind of business to start. And, um, it took me about, I don't know, two or three months to figure something out and finally decided on, um, creating some sort of an electronic product. Like, so I wrote a book, an ebook, and this is back in 2006. And, uh, I, I started selling the book online and through through my first joint venture partner and it went smashingly well it, it got distributed to i think i don't know 77 countries or something like that and and back then i was just you know blown away by the potential of this thing here, here i was sitting in literally in my bedroom or my living room and and selling digital little bits and pieces and it just kind of blew me away and, and opened my mind to the to the possibilities and so i had this really rosy picture of of the future and 
it wasn't long after that, probably about uh, two weeks after after I launched the book, that uh, I completely ran out of sales, <laughs> and um, and I realized that hey, hang on, there's there's something here that I'm missing. Uh, I'm not making any money. Um, trying to build a business just from one little book uh, was not really going to cut um, cut the mustard, cut the deal, cut the cake, whatever you want to call it. And um, and then I went on a really big journey. Uh, it took me. <clears throat> So, so that that first journey took me six months to get to my first successful product, and then I got my money right, and then nothing, and then like zero zero money. I didn't know how to drive traffic. I didn't know how to build a proper business, and then for about two years, I was really not making much money at all. Uh, kind of got lucky uh, at the start there, and I really had to figure out what it, what it was that that. Um, how to start a, a proper business. And so I started interviewing people uh, because I was really struggling and I just wanted to find out what the heck it was they did to become successful and learned a ton of really cool things from them. Uh, but the key thing that came out of that was, yes, the lessons, but also I did the whole thing on video. This is in 2007, I think, right about there, um, that I started those interviews. Um, back then, I think YouTube was only about a year old or something. Uh, and no one was doing online video in, in the business world. Uh, and it was just such a nightmare, you know, trying to, I'm not sure if you were back on on video back then, uh, Ben, but trying to get video files from a normal little camcorder onto your computer and then making it look nice was an absolute nightmare. Uh, but anyway, I pushed through that and, um, you know, I was going to record all these these video interviews with, with these experts and, and turn it into a membership site. But it was just so hard and so difficult. That whole project fell over. But I, I became really good and proficient at, at the video production, the online video thing and creating video-based products. So much so that um, one of the people that I interviewed, uh, Yaro Starak, and he's, he's, uh, he used to be local in, in Brisbane here in Australia, but he's from Canada. He's traveling the world at the moment. Uh, but anyway, he um, after I interviewed him, he said, look, what, I really love what you're doing. Um, why don't we do something together? So he asked me to create a, a set of videos for him for the ne- what turned out to be the next project, become a blogger. Uh, I created 10 videos for, for Yarrow. Um, those 10 videos just went viral for back then. Uh, we, we didn't even use YouTube. We, we used blip.tv back then. Um, and we realized this thing is taking off and, and we thought, Hey, wow, this is cool. Um, you know, before we even launched the actual membership site for become a blogger, uh, we had over 300,000 downloads for, for those little videos that I created. <laughs> So then, so then Yara, Yara and I um, created this business together called Become a Blogger. And, you know, this is this is two and a half years into my career, right, where I was really not – I haven't hadn't made much money at all. I mean, I think the first year I made 11000 The second year I um, I made 11000 but spent 12000 something like that. And the second year <laughs> – so I made negative one, right? Um, and the second year wasn't much different. So those, those two years I wasn't making anything. We were yeah. – we were um, – we were living on the bread line. We had a nice place to live in, but that took took all our money, you know. And uh, but we didn't buy any new clothes. We didn't go out. We didn't have a car. We just walked everywhere. And it got to a point where, before that successful project with Yaro, that um, I just really felt living up and thought, "What's this? What's this business thing? What's this entrepreneurship thing? It's just stupid, uh, you know. Why bother?" And and I almost gave up. I, in fact, I I started looking for other things. In fact, I I, I um I went to audition for. Um, an acting and modeling agency <laughs> and I managed to get a few acting gigs, which is really fun, but there, were, there yeah, weren't right. many of them. But, um, so I do feature in a few, uh, advertisements. There was, um, one for, uh, Alan's lollies that I was in. I was one of the main characters <laughs> and that paid really well, but anyway, no other money. And then 
launching with Become a Blogger with, with Yaro, and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, within the first two weeks, we had 10,000 people join our email database. Uh, within a month, we had over 1,000 uh, paying members for that uh, business. And, you know, we went from from zero to, like, I don't know, something like $23,000 a month in, in revenue for that business, which for me back then, going from zero to $23,000 per month was was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quite life-changing. And you know that was that sort of set me on on the on the journey for for all the rest of the things I did, and I've done a bunch of other projects since then. I've, I've been out for twelve years now, so there's been quite a few projects that I've done. So you somewhat fell into your area of of expertise that you were known for at the time around around video marketing and, and video blogging, but then it, it led you to um, you know creating your video blogging courses and information products. And um, can you maybe explain how? how you, you then transition into building your own community around around you and, and your brand and your area of expertise in your niche. And I'm particularly interested to hear how 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 story has played a role in in that building of that community as well. Yeah, so so that was my next phase. You know, after become a blogger, I I, I did another project called uh, with uh, called Free Magic Life with a, a magician friend of mine in, in Brisbane, and and that went really really well as well. We we, we did that together for about a year. At the moment, that um, YouTube channel that we worked on together, um, uh, I think it's sitting on four hundred thousand subscribers at the moment. Uh, I don't know, fifty sixty million views on it. it. It's it's just blown up and it's done really well. Um, but then after that, I thought, Hey, let's, let's, let's try and teach this to, to businesses and, and see what they think. And so I started building my own profile a bit more. So I had to become a blogger with Yara and then the thing with JJ, which wasn't really me. Uh, and then I launched rapid video blogging, which was me. And then my own personal brand, Gideon Shalwick, um, as well. And yeah, storytelling was, was, has always been a huge part of what I've been doing. You know, remember what I said at the beginning, you know, I've been doing this video marketing thing and that's what people know me for mostly, but you know, behind the scenes, um, there's really been um, a, a big, um, I guess, a, a big personal de- development angle to what I've been doing. My first real product, the book that I wrote, was actually in, in personal development. Yeah. And, you know, I went on this whole journey, uh, which is very much related to storytelling, right? the, the hero's journey, to to discover myself and and to 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 implement what I've learned and, and to, you know, learn the lessons um, and then to come back to the to the to the um, ordinary world, so to speak, to, to teach those lessons to other people uh, again. So, so it has certainly been a, a, a massive journey of you know, ups, downs, successes and failures. And, um, you know, something that has been truly helpful for me is, is being aware of the hero's journey narrative, the, the, the story structure of the hero's journey from uh, Joseph Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that, you know, when you're on a journey, um, you know, if you if you know what's coming up, you've got a massive advantage. So, for example, if you know there's a big ordeal about to happen, um, you know that you need to prepare for it, and and that that that's going to happen, and, and you've got to push through it or, or or find a way through. And 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 also when you're in it, you know, when you're really struggling, when you're in that ordeal stage of of the 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 this, in the story structure, um, what's great about that is straight after the ordeal is walk. So you know there's something cool coming up you can put through. So so just being aware of of the the structure of storytelling has allowed me in my own life, uh, in my own journey to to not panic, you know, or, or not not stress out about if 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 there's something that doesn't quite go go right or, or that doesn't seem to go right. And you know for 
most of the times when there's been hardship or, or something that's been broken or some sort of ordeal, it's I can always trace it back to the hero's journey. It's like, oh, okay, that's that's just a particular stage in the journey. And I've mm-hmm. just got to find a way to either push through it or what I've also done in the past is quit and you start a new journey. Yeah, really interesting way to look at that. And I think that's um, – I'd like to dive into that a little bit further actually um, and – we are having, there's a couple of little internet dropout issues there, but I'm, you know, I'm certainly, we're able to get the gist of what you're saying there for sure. So um, okay. we'll, we'll push on. But the idea of not only understanding how that, how your story is playing out yourself, but how do you think that people in business or in entrepreneurship, how do you think that they can use that understanding of that story um, to, uh, you know, to build people around, around them and their brand and, and use that story in an outward way of communicating with with people uh, who mm. are following them? Or is, is that part of the, the sure. strategy? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, I think if you go about it your, your natural way, that, that, that's the whole thing about the hero's journey, uh, is that you naturally follow those those different stages that you go through. And that's the best way of doing it, being just, just, just going naturally about your way, following your bliss, as Joseph Campbell talks about, which then allows you to unfold that story for you. And, and when that story unfolds, that also becomes a story that you can tell to your audience. And, and, and that story can be a personal story. It can be a story about your business. It can be a story about your product. Um, but the key thing there is to, you know, if you can understand the structure of storytelling, which is what Joseph Campbell is so good with, um, you can then um, uh, make sure when you do communicate your story, that it, it, it's a really effective way of telling it. The key benefit of a story in business uh, or in any, in any life situation is that it immediately engages. There's nothing that engages better than a story. Yeah. And you know, I often have this little thing that I do when I, when I speak on stage is, you know, I talk about the benefits of storytelling and, and then I, I quickly switch gears and I go, I'd say something like, you know what happened to me the other day? Something really shocking happened to me the other day. And, you know, I would just use it as a trigger. And it's amazing what happens when you look at the the engagement of the audience, the people's faces, you know, people who were sort of taking Sit notes, listen, yeah. they, they all of a sudden look up and, and they pay attention or they, they sort of lean forward a little bit. Just, you know, just when you start a story like that and, you know, I, I guess it comes back, uh, it goes back way back perhaps to, you know, how we as human beings um, communicated information to each other through stories, right? Yeah. And so whenever a story was told, it was, it was pretty important that you'd listen because, you know, sometimes it'd be very valuable information that would be important for survival. <laughs> and and so to this day, you know, when whenever we hear a story as, as either as kids or as adults, we we pay attention. And, and if you can bring that into your into your business, you know, have a, a personal story, have a have a, a business story and a product story, that can um, you know that engages people. And that's the first step is, is engagement, getting at people's attention, engaging them. And, and, and the other thing that story can do, especially if it's, you know, if it's a truthful story, that's what I'm saying. You just go about your way naturally and it builds the story naturally. If you tell that natural story, what it also does is that it builds trust. And, and once you've got people's attention and you've got their engagement and you've got their trust, uh, I mean, then, then it becomes really, really easy to do business. And, and that's, I think that's where the, the real power of story comes in. Yeah. So let's expand on that further and talk to me about how, how you would potentially look at uh, using that understanding of story and the power that you've explained there really well around how story 
helps to engage and build trust for an audience. How would you use that in a, in a marketing strategy? And, and let's talk about digital marketing strategies in particular here, um, whether it be using Facebook, whether it be using YouTube or, or other digital tools. Can you, can you apply that understanding of story and use it tactically to build on that authority and trust and and so on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's so many different uses of it. Uh, one is where, um, if, if you just want to have, uh, like something on your about page, say for your website, um, to be able to tell your story, the either through video or through text, doesn't matter. A lot of people oftentimes want to find out what is the founder's story or what is the story of the business and being able to tell a story there effectively can be, um, you know, it might not turn into a sale immediately, but what's what's cool about that is if you tell a very compelling story, what that can do is it, it, it'll create that that sense of, um, hey, I, I, I like this person. So for the people who resonate with your story, you'll really attract uh, them more closer to your business. And for those who do not resonate with your story, they'll they'll be repelled, which is which is great. You only want to attract the people who who resonate with you in any case. Mm-hmm. So so even just having a like a, a story. Of, of yourself or your business on, on your about page can can be very powerful for that sort of effect. Other places where you can use it is for uh, uh, like a sales video, for example, or a sales presentation or a sales page where um, th- there's a number of things you can do there. Either you could tell your own story where uh, you might start with, um, you know, uh, starting with your current situation and then the problem that you faced as a, as a, an entrepreneur or as a business owner or whatever your, your business is in and then and talking about the struggles you had to deal with that problem and then switching over to how you found a solution and and how that solution completely solved your problem and then and then from there talking about the benefits of that solution and 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 then how to implement that and basically telling people about your product your business is that solution that's one way of doing it of, of telling a personal story like that another way of telling that story is to Tell it in the voice of your customer, your customers. So tell it as as if your customer is going through the story. So you, what you can do there is you invent, uh, or not invent, but um, you create an avatar that's based on your your, uh, your 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 target audience. You know the audience that you want to influence, and then tell the story of that avatar. You know who is that? Create a real personality of that person. Maybe it's Sally. Maybe it's John. Um, that particular problem and that, that they're challenged with. And then they go on their journey to try and solve this problem. And you're just telling the story of how they, they, they struggled with their problem, how they found a solution, and then, and then, and how their lives were made better as a result. And are you telling avatar um, stories here or are you, would it be beneficial to, to find real stories, real customers and tell those well, if, stories? Oh, absolutely. If, if it's a real story, that's even better. I mean, that's where like testimonials and, testimonials and case studies come in. They're, they're incredibly powerful. So, um, uh, you know, with, with a testimonial case study story, then it, it's someone real you interview. And if you as the business owner or, or if you can get a, 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 um, whoever does the interview with, with those customers, if they understand the structure of storytelling, they can guide the conversation uh, to make sure that all the bits fall into the right places. And, you know, there's one book, uh, there's a bunch of books that I could recommend on this, but one that really stands out for me when it comes to storytelling, and that's uh, Christopher Vogler's uh, The Writer's Journey, mm-hmm. which is based off uh, The Hero's Journey by Joseph Campbell, but 
the hero's journey by Joseph Campbell is, is a tough read. <laughs> it kind of breaks your brain uh, when you read it. But the, the writer's journey by Christopher Vogler is, um, is brilliant because it just simplifies it. It breaks it down into 12 different stages of, of the journey, the hero's journey. And, and that allows you to, to tell a really, really compelling story when you use that sort of a structure. And you know, it's a universal story. It's a universal story structure. It, it shows up everywhere. Jesus, uh, the Buddha, um, you know, Muhammad, uh, you know, uh, even Muhammad Ali, you know, any, any of the, the big names you've, you've, you've seen in the past, if you look at their journeys, that's this, it's the same structure. It's a very, very similar structure that it, that it always goes through. So Christopher Vogler does a fantastic job of that. I mean, the writer's journey is, is um, like the handbook kind of like the Bible of the Hollywood script writers. Yep. So that's what they all use, you know, to, to, to write their scripts. And so when you read that as a, as a business storyteller, um, that gives you an incredible insight into how to tell uh, really powerful and effective stories. Um, so yeah, when you interview these people, you know, these customers, you know, it'd be very useful if you have in mind the, the structure of storytelling so that you can ask them the right questions. So later on, when you edit that interview, whether it's text or, or, or video, uh, you, you can put all the, all the pieces in the right place. And it's, it's incredible when you apply the structure to your storytelling, it just, it just naturally engages because it, it follows that natural flow of how a story unfolds. And people want to know what happened to the hero. People want to know how the hero overca overcame this, this big ordeal. And people want to know how the hero managed to, um, get get back to the to the other side of the 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 challenge again and and bring that the elixir back to the ordinary world that is fixed. So brilliant, brilliant book. I definitely recommend it. So yeah, there's there's a few things. So I've talked about uh, having your personal story on your about page, in the sales process having um, it in your sales video. A lot of startups use a, a very condensed version of of um, storytelling in their in their little explainer videos. You can use it as testimonials or case studies. Um, I mean, you can use it anywhere. You can use it, use it even <clears throat> on on you know, as many stories after people have, have purchased your product. You know, so that say for example, someone has purchased your product or service, they've already made the payment. What then? Maybe there's a little video or a little little content piece that you can have that takes people on that journey. So, hey, here's here's the typical journey that you might be going through. You've got this new product now. Well, what now? What's next? How do you actually use it and and take people sort of on a journey um, as they as they do that? So you can do it pre. Sales, you can do during sales, you can do post-sales as well, using that storytelling technique to, to help engage uh, your audience. Yeah, so really keeping them engaged throughout the whole journey, even after the sale, I think that's really interesting um, and probably something that a lot of business owners don't think about, that the idea of mm. continuing that storytelling on through the customer experience, you know, once they actually become a customer, which is, yeah, yeah. really interesting. I think um, <clears throat> in particular... Uh, focus in, um, you know, particularly around your uh, your businesses around Splashio and, and V-Roll around video and, and video advertising and video marketing. Um, I'm interested to hear what your thoughts around using story within the advertising space online as well. Like, is there is there a way that you can apply that, you know, more in that direct um, advertising approach to encourage that click um, or that buy or that sale? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, same thing there again, you know, um, there's, there's a bunch of different uh, structures that you can use. Um, there's, there's a structure that we already mentioned from the hero's journey with Joseph Campbell. There's 12 stages of, of the story that, that goes, goes through. But then if you want to apply it to sales, there's an age old structure as well, which is actually, if you analyze it, 
very similar to the hero's journey, which is the, the IDTA formula, which is based on a much simpler formula, which used to be. Gideon, um, broke just, up just a little bit there. Can you explain that those those letters sure. again were ID again? Yeah. Um, so the, so that so it's a five letters. Um, yep. A I D C A. A I D C A. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, you got it. And so the A is for attention. Uh, the uh, I is for interest. Uh, the D is for desire, C is for conviction, and A is for action. So it's it's actually this is what a lot of salespeople use to to craft their their sales message. But when you analyze it, it actually it's very similar to the the, the storytelling arc or, or structure of of first journey. You're starting with the attention, you know, you know, you're grabbing people's attention. This, which in the storytelling world is is the call to adventure. You know, calling people to an adventure, like you grab their attention. The interest stage is where um, you're drawing people in. And so this is where the hero um, is, is finally decides to take on a challenge and, and jump into the, to the other world, right, the, the, where the challenge exists, the magical world. And with a, where um, the, the hero starts, um, uh, you know, figuring out his allies, he yeah, meets the enemy and, tribulations and the trials the and tribulations. And, and, you know, by, and by nature, that's, that's interesting, you know, and it creates interest. And um, another word, another word for I would be in, uh, intrigue and how to create intrigue and right there at the beginning. So yeah, intrigue is just another way of creating tension. How do you build up tension so that, so the people can pay more attention? So we've got, um, um, uh, attention, then interest. The next one is desire. So this is really where uh, the solution comes in into play. And so uh, during the intrigue or, or interest stage, that's also where you talk about, you know, the problem uh, that that's that you're trying to solve. So with the desires, where you solve the problem with your solution, this is where you talk about you, you, you create emotionally um, uh, driven benefit language. And you know, like so, so what are the benefits of your product? Why should people use it? This sort of thing and. And so, so that's the next stage. And this, uh, the parallel, this is where basically the the um, the hero is 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 busy um, sharpening his sword, ready to approach the ordeal and getting getting ready to to finally kill this 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 uh, dragon that's been challenging him or her uh, all this time. And it's that that lead up to the climax of the of the story. Right, it, it? it's yeah. leading up. Correct. Yeah. And, and so that's where where desire sort of all all sort of fits in. It it sort of groups a bunch of those things together. Um, then the next letter is C, and that's for conviction. And this is really where um, this, is, this is about trust building. So we want to pull in testimonials and, and case studies, any kind of proof that what you're uh, trying to sell is is actually that actually works, that it's worthwhile, and it's trustworthy. That's where you, what you do the conviction stage. And, and the parallel to that is is um, uh, you know the proof that the hero can 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 slay the dragon, <laughs> you know, so what, what sort of proof that the dragon ha does the, has the hero built up over time to be able to slay the dragon? I'd say that's uh, so this is maybe somewhat this. In, the, in, in Campbell's, uh, in Joseph Campbell's theory is kind of the belly of the whale, you know, that, that, um, that moment where they're kind of in that, that down, mm. that, that, that's that possible despair before they, they rise back up with conviction and, and slay mm. the dragon, you know, that, um, that stage right. of the journey. Yeah. Yeah, the the, 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 the parallels are not exact, but uh, you know they they do relate to each Absolutely. other. Yeah, and, and of course the the final the final one of the the five letters is A again for action this time. So this is where you call people to action, and I guess the equivalent there would be maybe of of the the hero um, 
you know, finally winning over the dragon, hitting and and starts heading back to the ordinary world again with the elixir and 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 showing people hey, how awesome this thing was. But yeah, so so AIDCA that's a wonderful structure for. Um, specifically for uh, persuasive kind of stories or, or persuasive language. And, you know, you can combine those sort of structures with each other to, to, to come up with a very, very compelling and persuasive story as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's really interesting there. So um, I think, you know, what we're talking about here is using, using story as a way to, to move people toward a desired action, whether it be from a marketing perspective, you know, to, to build affinity with a product or something you're trying to sell, or whether it be, you know, a, a very specific action with an advertising campaign of, you know, clicking or, you know, going to a landing page or, or downloading something or whatever it may be. But, um, you know, how would you say that, that business owners best look at this from a, you know, overall perspective, I guess. So, you know, is there, or should there be some consistency to their story and their approach from their, the way they apply story down, right down to an individual ad that aligns with their overall brand story or are there different stories told in different ways? Or what are your thoughts around that? Yeah, good question. I mean, uh, in general, it's good to to be consistent. To have a if you have if you're building a brand, to to keep that consistency in mind and to make sure that um, you know that all the stories work together. Um, one one sort of um, easy way to visualize it is that you know when you look at the hero's journey, the story, it's normally displayed as a circle, right? So, um, and to me, that's just dimension uh, and. Uh, one dimension of one stage. Okay. Now imagine um, it's not a circle that we're dealing with here. Imagine it's a spiral, right? So if, if you were to, you know, look from the top, you'll see a circle, right? But if you were to flip that circle on the side, you'll just see sort of a, well, you'll just see a line, right? Uh, because you won't be able to see the, the flat circle. Wish I imagine this being a circle, right? Yeah, it's a square but podcast, it's... <laughs> right? Yeah, for those people listening. So you, yeah, so if you look at the circle from the side, it, it's kind of like just a line, right? Yeah. But now imagine that circle um, expands and grows up. And what do you what do you end up getting? You actually end up creating a spiral. Yeah. And and the way that I look at that is that with with each revolution of the circle, you don't stay on that same circle. You actually go level up, and and that circle expands. But it's a new hero's journey. So once you've gone through the hero's journey first, you, you sort of go on a new journey, but it's a level up. And it, it, it sort of builds a spiral. And then you just keep on building. And, and so over time, you, you end up building a, a spiral. And what you then see is that all your stories are just part of one bigger story. You know, there's, if, if, you, if you really want to go at a cosmic level here, you know, we've got the, the cosmic story of the universe, you know, the Big Bang. That's, that's the, the call to adventure. So to speak, right? Um, the ordinary world before the Big Bang was just like everyone was just sort of everything was just kind of sitting there chilling out in the ordinary world. And then the big challenge came, the Big Bang, <laughs> and uh, it was called the adventure. And then, and then there were trials, tribulations, and then things started stabilizing, and and who knows what else. And and so there's a big cosmic story, and then there's also the, the earth story, you know, of humanity. Um, and then you can zoom down and say, okay, there's, there's stories of nations and of cultures, and you can zoom down these, these stories of communities and you can zoom, zoom in, in, even further into individuals and, and each individual has its own stories. And even within the individual, 
individual, the individual, like you have your whole life, one big story, but within that life, there's mini stories and they all kind of make, they're part of a, a bigger hero's journey. And that's, you know, you look at the hero's journey, it is, it's kind of like a fractal. Um, you know, the, you, you can zoom in as much as you want and you can zoom out as much as you want into infinity almost. And it always follows the same sort of a structure. Um, and that's, that's one of the fascinating things about this whole story thing that is, that is so cool. It's, it's almost like, it's almost like built into our fiber, you know, of, of, in, into the universe. This is just how it works. This is just how stories unfold. And, um, and I think when you understand that, it's almost like, it's almost like discovering the DNA, you know, of, 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 of the universe. Um, it, it's you, you, when you get it, you go, okay, now, now I understand how the story thing works. Now I can, now I can sort of, you know, manipulate this, not manipulate the story. That's, that's a bad word. I don't like that, but you can, you can work with it and you can go, I, I know how this works now and, and, and fit in with that. Yeah. Really powerful. Man, we went a bit, uh, a bit meta there, right? All the way from the big bang right down <laughs> to your individual story and how it applies to your business. I love that. So yeah, I'd, I'd I'm wondering if we can just take it into a, a little bit more tactical as well here. So, you know, for people who are who are nodding along and getting this and they're like, yeah, I, I understand. I see the power of story. I see how that in- interconnectedness of story, um, you know, and how it can work. But if if you then look at your own business or your own personal story and you're like, well, I don't really know what that is for me. How can people find or or decide on or uncover or discover their story or their business story? Like, how, how do you think people can go about that? Well, I think um, one easy way to do it is to uh, to think about, um, you know, the, the, the problem solution thing, right? So you used to be stuck on, say, Pain Island, and, and now you want to be at Pleasure Island, you know, and, and between, between Pain Island and Pleasure Island, um, the journey to be had. And so, so when you, when you start thinking about how you can tell your story, ask yourself the question, what big problem or challenge did you have at some point that relates to your business that, that you had to overcome? And, and, and then how did your product or service, um, become that, that thing, the vehicle that got you the boat that got you from Pain Island to Pleasure Island, and, and what was the journey to to help you get there? So that would be sort of a, a very simple visual way of, of doing, you know, thinking about what was that challenge, um, what did you, how did you overcome that challenge with with your solution, and what was the journey helping get to the other side, and what was the transformed state, and what was the change that occurred because you went on that journey, and and that if you map all that out, that will give you like most, like 80% of the elements you need for telling your story. And then it's just a matter of, of looking and going, okay, there's the whole story. How do I tell this now in a nice way? And you might have to practice it a few times. Maybe you have to write it out. So it makes, makes, uh, uh, more sense. Um, but if you follow that sort of a structure that that's, um, that's really powerful. One of the key things with storytelling to remember is that, um, ultimately it's about transformation. You know, we look at the hero's journey. It is, it is about transformation, the hero in his ordinary world, the challenge, they go through the challenge, they, they, they beat the dragon, uh, go through this ordeal and they change, they change the result. One of the, the, the final stages in the hero's journey is the, um, the death and resurrection. And it's at that stage where the, the transformation takes place. Um, and it's, that's one of the key stages a lot of people miss, where there needs to be a death 
So something needs to change and then a, a resurrection, uh, like a new life, like the, the phoenix that, that, that comes up from the ashes. So, um, so when you, when you, when you think about those, all those different stages, um, that, you know, you just, it, it becomes like a, um, almost like a, 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 a template and all you do is you put your little bits of pieces in there. Um, um, so one, one way, another way of doing it is to, if you Google, literally, if you Google, um, the, the writer's journey, if I even do that now, the writer's journey, what you'll find on, I think the first results of Wikipedia, let's see. Um, yeah, the first results of Wikipedia, right? So you go the writer's journey, you Google that. And the first of all, you go to Wikipedia and there, boom, it, it shows you all the archetypes, like the hero, the mentor, all the, all the characters in the story. And then it shows you the stages of the journey. There's 12 different stages. Um, there's the ordinary world, you know, that, that it all starts with of the hero. And then call to adventure, the refusal of the call, et cetera, et cetera, right to the end, the return of the elixir. So what you can do is you can use that as like a um, – a very practical template that you can say, okay, what, what's the ordinary world? Where, where, where were you at the beginning of, of this journey and, and what were you facing and, 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 and what was that call to adventure? Why did you want to have this change or what, what was it that, that made you go on this journey? And, um, and you just go through those steps and you fill in the blanks. That that's really um, one way of doing it. Um, so that, that's probably the, the comp more complicated way. Um, you don't have to use all 12 stages. Like I said, you, you can have a very simple structure. You can say, you know, what was, what's the original pain that you struggled with? What was the solution that, that helped you solve it? And what's the transformation? So that's, that's like a three, three stage storytelling technique to, to do that. What's the problem? How, how, the solution, what was that and how did it solve the problem and what's the transformation that, that, that was created as a result of that. So you can, you can make it as simple and, and, or as complicated as you want. And, and, you know, you look at the Hollywood movies, they use a much more complicated, um, structure there. Like they use the hero's journey structure to tell the whole thing. But, you know, when you, when you're creating a short message, a short story, it doesn't have to be all those different stages. You can really simplify it a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Look, thank you for that. What, one thing that I just want to touch on just before we wrap up here today is, is you kind of hinted at this a little bit um, at the very start of this interview, but I'm interested to hear from you, Gideon, where you feel you are on your own journey as you, as you look through this lens of the hero's journey or the writer's journey. Where are you currently in your entrepreneurial journey? Um, where would you say you are? Right. Well, um, I think that's, uh, so that's uh, related to the spiral that I was talking about. So I've actually been through uh, a bunch of different heroes journeys. Um, and so I'm like, in terms of entrepreneurship, you know, I'm, I'm not on the first base level anymore. I've, yeah. I've, I've been through that uh, journey. And what's so interesting about each little cycle is that with each cycle, there's an ordeal that you've got to deal with. There's, some, there's, there's a challenge that you got to overcome before you can move on to the next level. And sometimes you get stuck and you don't, you don't push through or whatever. You don't learn the lesson that you're supposed to learn. And, and you've got to, you know, you've got to repeat the journey again. You kind of stay stuck on that same level. And that's what, what happens to a lot of, a lot of us entrepreneurs. So, um, for me personally, uh, I think I got stuck on, on a level where I felt that I had to keep on creating new businesses and depending on your personality, um, that can be either a good thing or a bad thing. Um, in my case, I'm a very creative person. So my strength is in, in creation, right? So, but I did get to a stage where I felt like, you know, I, I got to another ordeal stage and I thought, Hey, um, what do I do now? Do I, do I quit 
and start a new business, a new thing to start a new, a whole new spiral again? Or do I push through and, and, and see if I can learn the lessons that I need to learn to go on to the next level? And so this happened about two years ago that I got to that point and, um, and I decided to push through and, um, it was dreadful <laughs> to, to go through that ordeal, but, um, I learned some pretty important lessons that's been tremendously useful for me now. And, you know, um, currently I'm, I would say I'm, I'm on quite a new, um, level again with current with Enviable, um, but it's at a higher level. So we're right at the beginning of a brand new uh, hero's journey that we're about to embark on. We've, we've just uh, been able to secure a couple of really amazing people um, to help grow the business, to someone to run our webinars for us, and also someone to arrange for our, um, our joint venture partners. Um, we, we're looking at investors to, to help us grow the business too. Um, and it, it's really just, it's important to realize is that it's, there is the bigger overall journey, but then it's also the, these mini journeys throughout as well. And it's important to realize that, yeah, each little journey, there's, it's going to be an ordeal that you got to work through and you have a choice. You can either stop and, and give up and jump to the beginning of a new journey and, and start a whole new spiral <laughs> or stay on that same spiral and push through it and, and make it bigger and get to the next level. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, Gideon. I've enjoyed what I've seen of your journey so far and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing where you go, where you go next and where your journey takes you as well. So appreciate you and thanks for your time today. Um, for, for those listeners who want to learn more about, about you and, and follow your journey further, uh, where can they find you? Probably the best place for now is just my, my personal website, Um I you know, update from time to time, but what I'll try and do there is, is link to all the other things that I'm involved with as well, like V-Roll and Splash and, and another couple of businesses that I'm working on. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's, uh, that's probably the best place. Yeah. GideonShelwick.com. Excellent. Thanks, Gideon. Look, I didn't really know where this conversation was going to go today and it's gone into a, a really great place, I think, which uh, hopefully listeners have got a lot of value from and started to think about their own story in a different way. So thanks again for your time and um, yeah, we'll catch up soon. You're very welcome, Ben. Talk to you soon. Thanks again to Gideon Shalwick for sharing his passion and enthusiasm around story. So what did you think? I'd love to hear your feedback over on the show notes page, engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 10. That's one zero. Again, you can learn more about Gideon and stay up to date with his upcoming book release over at gideonshalwick.com. Now, next week, I'll be back for another solo show and it follows on beautifully from today's episode. Next week, I'll be unpacking and sharing a deeper insight into the hero's journey as popularized by Joseph Campbell a story structure that's already been mentioned in at least half of the Engage With Story episodes so far. So I guess it's about time I shared a bit more about this with you. I look forward to sharing more with you then next week. So until then, I'll leave you with a quote which I think fits beautifully with what we've just learned from Gideon, this time from director Jean-Luc Godard. Sometimes reality is too complex. Stories give it form. I'll see you next time.